Hey guys, this is Ishai Breslauer and welcome to the CRE Shark Eye Show where we discuss commercial real estate. On Mondays, we dive deep into an asset class and on Thursdays, we go into some inspirational stories for the weekend. Can't wait to start. Let's go. Hey guys, before we continue, I would like to introduce you to the seven day CRE challenge, which will introduce you to commercial real estate and will show you that anyone can do this. Also, I have the free cheat sheet for commercial real estate with the six best secrets for commercial real estate. You can download it free. Just click below or above wherever it is and get it. Let's continue. Hey guys, how are you? This beautiful Monday morning, Ishai Breslau, we're here with the CRE Shark Eye Show. Live on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on my Facebook page. Also, like, subscribe, do whatever you need to do, and uh, participate. And also, this is a part of a podcast. The Ari Shark Eye Show is going to be ripped off. We're going to take off this audio, this beautiful, amazing audio, and uh, we're going to actually have it then. I'm just checking on the quality of this live show. I just want to see that it's in the good shape. Yeah, it looks good, looks good, looking good. Okay, so now. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing this Monday morning? I want to do something really crazy, spontaneous. I have about 20 minutes for this show today, okay? 20 minutes and not longer than that, not, uh, no longer than that. Um, what I want to do is the following. I'm going to leave my actually my cell phone open. During the show, usually I shut it down. I want to put, put it uh, on. And I'm going to do something crazy. This is... Uh, the show, thank God, is getting busier and busier, and more people want to get on the show, and uh, and I have uh, amazing guests every week. This week just happened to be that someone, can, whoever had to be on the show, did, uh, did not come on the show. It could happen any week, but it just happened now. So what I'm going to do now, I have tons of stuff to talk about because I want to talk about 2020 going to 2021. What's happening 2021? What should we see in 2021 in commercial real estate? Digging in a little bit, some details. And if you have, if you are watching me now, if you're watching me now and you have something amazing to add to the show, you want to be a guest on the show and you think that you can add fantastic stuff about the, about the topic, give me like a comment and I'll, I'll bring you on the show spontaneously. Never did that before but I'm willing to do it. It's going to be cool. Okay. If you want to be on the show, if you want to be a part of this uh, live streaming and the podcast later on, and you have something incredible to add, I would love to have you if you have something great to add and let's do this. So give me a note, send me a comment and I'll see that, um, et cetera, et cetera. What I see is usually in StreamYard. So if it's, uh, uh, I can't send you back on LinkedIn, but I can, see you if you sent me a message and then I can actually do it backwards. So I hope you guys are well this Monday morning and um, starting, want to talk about what's, what are we expecting? What are we going to have? We have some, we had this, some crazy year here. This year was absolutely insane. Everybody agrees. There was no person in the world that was impacted. In fact, in fact, this show actually was born due to COVID. So say thank you or no thank you. This is it. Because if I wouldn't get stuck at home that much or I wouldn't be stuck, not flying and not traveling around properties, seeing viewing acquisitions, underwriting, walking around sites and 
flying back and forth all over the U.S. and whatever he, whatever it is, I wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't be sitting here wherever I am <laughs> all the time and doing this show. And this was an opportunity to start doing courses, to teach people about commercial real estate and to help them out. And to, and to get all kind of young people who used to leave me messages and never had the time for. And all of a sudden, I have time for them to help them. So who knows what's the master plan here? But it is. There is a master plan. So let's talk about 2021. What is going to happen? And where are we going with this whole thing? So first of all, I want to talk about um, uh, the transition, the interest rates. What's happening with the interest rates? And uh, I think that... Um, it's an unprecedented type of a time where you have cap rates that are not going down dramatically. They are pretty stable. And at the same time, the interest rates are low, as low, as low as you can have, as you can get. And guys, you have the Fed saying that they have zero intention of raising interest rates. What does that tell you? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what it tells me. It tells me that we are in a crazy insane environment, a crazy insane environment where this is the time to take loans. <laughs> Literally, it, when it comes to real estate, this is the time to do it. If you take a permanent loan, something like that with, uh, um, with a fixed rate and you're not moving anywhere and you're not going anywhere, you got an amazing deal. This is the time to do it. Sometimes you have an opportunity to do something, you can do it. Obviously, if you don't have a deal, you don't do it. But if you have a deal and you want to refi or you want to go into an acquisition, you have a great, great, great thing going on. This is the time. This is a great timing for that. So having the Fed saying that they have zero intention of raising, the, of, of putting the interest rates going and it's not going to go up, that's an amazing opportunity. That's something we have to think of. And this is something that we have to take advantage of. So pay attention to that. The, the, that's that's a great time to get in. That's a great time to get in. Um, another thing I want to talk about is a lot of people are talking about a tsunami of 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 trouble, of foreclosures, of uh, people are talking about an Armageddon of things that are going to happen, are, are going to happen, and um, and it's crazy. It's insane. It's not normal. It's it's like uh, we're going to have foreclosure. Uh, foreclosures about meaning the single family home sector and people are going to go and move to the multifamily sector and some people and the and the and the loss of jobs the unemployment rate is going up like insane like crazy right a lot of people are talking about it but i don't, I don't know if we're in an arm again i don't know if we if this is the end of time i'm not so sure about that and let me share with you not only that i listen to a lot of people not only but i also see you know we see the numbers we see what's going on, and and it seems like the rent is, you know, especially, I'm not talking about retail and hotels. I'm going to talk about that in a second, but talking about multifamily for the most part, multifamily for the most part, things are pretty stable. Things are happening. Things are okay. Things, uh, things are positive, okay? Don't, how do you say, don't say that things are going to go south while things are going fine. Obviously, there are sectors, there are pockets, there are areas, et cetera, that are suffering more than others. If you're talking about, if you're talking about, um, if you're talking about, um, if you're talking about, uh, let's say, for example, um, 
Chicago, or you're talking about New York City, New York City, the city that everybody's flying away from, according to the numbers and according to everything that we hear. And, uh, and, uh, and you're talking about Los Angeles, California, and everything that is going on. Yeah, things are, hop- are happening, but it doesn't mean when we're talking about the numbers, obviously there are a lot of people in those places, but when we're talking about them going out, they are going somewhere. People are leaving one place in order to get to another place. And those places that they're going to are places that are booming. And you have markets. You have markets like Idaho, you know, that they are like booming. Texas is still booming, even though things are getting expensive over there. But things are booming. You have so many places that are getting better and better and better. Oklahoma, places that, you know, people say to themselves, listen, I can either live in a little shoebox in a prime location or I can move to a much larger house for much less money. And why is that? Because they learned they can work remotely. The companies were learned that. People learned that. And they want more of a house. They want more of a space. They want to enjoy their place. They want to enjoy their space. They want to live in a larger space. And therefore, those places... We see migration like crazy people are moving to places and saying to themselves, I can afford a house. And that causes prices in certain places to go into, into, how do you say, they're going to go up. Why? Because it's all about location. It's all about location. It was always about location. But at this point, people are trying to compare this crisis that we just went through. And some of them still, we're still going through. I think that we are in the edge we're now going away from it right now. It's going to take time, but we are not going down. We're going away from it. Okay, I'm not a I'm not a prophet. I don't know. It's a prediction. Okay, if you if you think otherwise, put a comment there, and I'd love to hear about it. But I can tell you that I'm not so sure that things are going to go worse anymore. I'm sure that it's going to be a slow growth. Okay, slow growth, and things are going to get better. I'm pretty positive about that. But we're not in 2008. This is not the subprime crisis. This is not something that the banks had the fault of doing. We had, I would call it a bubble, but we had a a streak of all time for the entire market. Not necessarily, not real estate. It was not a real estate, how to say, related boom, okay? It was the stock market. It was everything. And everybody was predicting that we're going to go uh, not everybody, but a lot of people were predicting that we we're going to go to the Great Depression. I even thought that. I even made a whole video about the Great Depression, going through what went there, et cetera, et cetera. But not the government. The government behaved very differently than the government of 1930, okay, 1929. Very, very different. And everything went very different. We had stimulus packages. And we're going to have another one. I want to talk about this right now. A stimulus package that is going to come in, uh, uh, a stimulus back here, someone's writing here, Adam Atlas, writing to me about inflation, higher interest rates, et cetera. But I don't think real estate will collapse, Adam. And I, I, w- I want to answer you about that. I want to answer you. Um, I'll tell you why. Because inflation inflation usually means, and I've, I don't have time now to get into the numbers right now, but inflation means many times that, right, the prices will go up, et cetera, et cetera. But in real estate, when you own real estate, and I'm talking about mostly cash-flowing real estate, and the interest rates don't go up. We just heard from the Fed that the 
interest rates are not going to go up. We're talking about something that, how do you say, rents are still coming. Rents are still coming and the debt service may not go higher. May not go higher. So in many times, inflation is not something scary to real estate. It's not something uh, scary uh, scary for real estate. But um, this is something that we have to take into consideration. I don't think real estate is going to get hurt that much. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. And um, and what I want to tell you is the following. I want to tell you that we are, what, what I think we're going to go through right now is a very, very interesting period of time. And everything is so, so, so interesting that uh, I started saying something and I forgot. I started saying something that and it's, it slipped from my mind. But um, we spoke about interest rates. But what I want to say is, when we're talking about, for example, inflation, okay? Again, rent is still coming in and it doesn't affect necessarily the amount of NOI that you're going to have. So you have to think about that also. Now, I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about what is happening post-elections, okay? That's something, meaning if hopefully I'll remember what I wanted to say beforehand. But post-elections, post-elections, and this is really interesting. I'm going to actually put the I'm going to actually put the the Streamyard thing so we can actually see the comments that you guys are putting. We can see them coming and going. Someone else wrote something. We're not see out of the woods. We're not to be out, so out of the woods. I agree that we're not so out of the woods, but but I disagree that it's an Armageddon. I disagree that we are now suffering in Armageddon. I want to talk about the post-election thing. And I'm I'm apolitical. I'm not going to start getting into polit- politic things, uh, political things. But I want to talk about, we talk about Biden's obviously probably the president, most probably, and that's what's happening. Everybody's asking what will happen with taxes. And that's the biggest fear of 1031 exchange. If that will be canceled, God forbid, for example, I want to touch that for a second. Or, for example, um, um, the taking off this whole thing of cost segregation, depreciation, and then this whole and, and taking off all those beautiful benefits that real estate really uh, really has. And we are enjoying it that much. So talking about those aspects, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Why? Because we don't know if Democrats are going to hold the Senate. We don't know if everybody will vote that. There's so many ifs. And it's there's so many roadblocks on the way in order to get that type of stuff done. I don't know if even Biden wants it. Okay, there's a, we all know what's happening pre-election and then post-election. This is not that simple. This is not like a game. And everybody knows what he means. That if 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 1031 exchange and the whole benefit around depreciation is going to be hurt to to get hurt, the economy is going to really really suffer. So. They know that. They know that stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's not going to happen in one day. If it's going to happen, if it's going to happen, it takes at least two or three years, you know, to pass that kind of stuff. And it may not happen in the end. So this is not so, this is, this is a crazy thing, not so simple. And also another thing. We talk a lot about unemployment and what it does. Right. We're not out of the woods. A lot of unemployment is going on. A lot of unemployment is going on. And that will cause people to not being able, especially if the forbearance, everything, 
we don't know what we're going what we're going to see in the next few months. We don't we don't know if the stimulus checks what uh, how is it going to get out, how much is going to be it's still being talked. Obviously we are it seems like we're in the last quarter of this, but I don't know. We've seen it all, but I'm saying let's say there will be a stimulus check and Biden I'm pretty sure with everything that he represents or whatever the Democrats represent, I believe that there's going to be help to that to 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 people who are struggling, and I believe there's going to be a stimulus check, um, whether you agree, disagree, whatever it is. I think there's going to be a stimulus check, and that will help the fact that we're not going to have immediate evictions, and that's a huge deal. I don't think we're going to have immediate evictions because that will cause that people will be able to still pay the rent, still pay mortgages, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's something that people will, that's the last thing people will not pay. That's the first thing people will pay. That's rent and mortgage. People need a place to live, especially now where they're not sure where they're going to go and where it can be. And, and the home became the office of a lot of people, for a lot of people. So that's a major, major, major thing. That's a major change in the economy. Okay. So rent collection, rent collection. Rent collection, uh, uh, I believe that we're going to see some stuff going on with that. But I don't think, again, it's going to be an Armageddon. I don't believe that. But, again, what do I know sometimes? But um, that's what I believe. I believe that because we saw during COVID how much rent collection, even at the time where where people were struggling and suffering the most, the most, People still tried to keep the rent. Obviously, in C classes and minus, you know, B minus classes, we saw more suffering in that from that angle. But it wasn't as severe as we saw in retail. Obviously, also in office, office was not as severe as retail. But also, but multifamily and the whole residential sector did not suffer that much from you know this whole thing that happened. So that is something to take into consideration. I don't believe that we're going to see, uh, again, an Armageddon when it comes to those things. That's, I don't think we're going to see a tsunami of, of a problem with rent collection and foreclosures. I don't believe that. I don't see that coming. And also in the sector, by the way, I just want to put in another comment. In the sector of basically housing, okay, as opposed to multifamily or single-family homes, um, people saying that there's going to be, I, I'm pretty sure, that yeah, there's going to be some foreclosures in that sector, and we're going to see those things coming up. But there's something I need to tell you guys that I think that will happen. People again want to live in houses. People are trying to get out of you know uh, uh, places that, that how do you say they don't want to be in the cities. They don't want to be in the centers. They want to get out. They want air. They want some more house. They want some more space. Now, I want to touch something else. We all know what happened to hotels, retail, and also office to some extent. Okay? We all know what happened. But I read the real deal, and I see what you guys see, and we all read the news. Let me ask you a question. Didn't you guys see, did you, didn't you guys read that, Jeff Bezos, Amazon, just went into New York City, just went into New York City and bought, how do you say, and bought a property over there for $1.15 billion, 
okay, from Lord and Taylor, the Lord and Taylor, uh, Lord and Taylor building, okay? Didn't you see that coming from, he actually bought it from WeWork. Why, if, if, let me ask you this, if things are so bad and this, and the, and the future, and of course I agree that there's a huge exodus from the major cities, New York City and all that stuff. But if there's no future, that, like some people say, in New York City, to New York City, why would Jeff Bezos go and buy a full building to make it the headquarter, uh, headquarters of Amazon? And after all kind of witnessing that he walked around, looked at all kind of properties and all kind of stuff like that. And he's going in and he's buying property for $1.15. Of course, it's nothing for the organization. But if there is no future there, why there? Obviously, there's something that, you know, people who predict the future, people who try to have a vision and have a vision and try to see something that is coming up and they see, try to see the future. They, they see that probably those major cities, the New York cities, they're going to come back. Things are going to, people are going to come back. Things are going to come back eventually. And those guys who have the deeper pockets know it and they know it will happen. They know it will happen. Um, now, being a little bit more on the past and the pessimistic side, something that uh, I saw, where did I see it? CoStar. I saw it in CoStar. And, uh, okay, so they basically see that the sales by 2025, we're going to see sales of hotels, office, retail by 2025 that is going to reach 300 billion, okay? So, I'm not getting into whether it's because of foreclosure or foreclosures or whatever it is. But things are going to happen in this sector and those sectors, and it's completely separate from the residential sector. Completely separate. I wouldn't put them in the one sentence even. Okay? And even they said in a worst-case scenario, it's even get to $600 billion plus. Okay? Up to uh, 2025. So this is something unprecedented. This is something that we have to take into consideration. So everybody, so again, I want to sum up what I'm saying because it sounds like I'm, I'm all over the place. No. When it comes to residential, a lot of people are saying there's going to be an Armageddon, a tsunami of foreclosures, et cetera, et cetera. I believe there'll be some. I don't believe it's going to be a tsunami. I don't believe it's going to be, I don't believe it's going to be an Armageddon. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I believe that we are gradually there are going to be some ups and downs on the bumps on the road, as we call it. But eventually, we're going to go into, uh, how do you say, some, we're going to continue to be stable. Those sectors, I believe, will continue to be stable and will hold up very well. Okay? People need a place to live. That's eventually what they need. Um, people, not, how do you say, um, property owners, real estate developers know that it's not worth it to build a property for multifamily, a B and C classes. It's just not worth it. Okay. It's just not worth it. It's that therefore, if they want to build, they're going to build only a class property, luxury properties. So those are continue to be built, but the B and C classes for again, multifamily residential, they're going to not going to be built. Then that will cause those, the value of those properties to either remain in the, where they are, meaning in a good place or even go up. So that is something that we have to take into consideration. That is a good thing for, uh, for the residential sector. Having said all that, 
we're going to the to the other sectors of hotels, retail, and office. Office, I think, is the one sector that is really in the unknown because people do know here. Amazon is approved. What I said about Amazon right now is approved that there is a notion, there is a thought that everybody's going to get back to the city. Everybody, everybody's going to go back to the center and want to have in the office at the center eventually. How fast, how slow, that we don't know. But there's one thing I want to tell you. I heard something really cool um, in the last couple of days. My wife is a travel agent, and someone, we had a whole announcement, we had a whole discussion around travel agency and flying and all that stuff. And it seems like people are starting to fly again right now in a much larger, you know, it's, it's getting more and more. People are getting up on the planes. It was a little bit before insurances were a problem. Right now, insurances are out, are, are low again. And things are getting, now we have a vaccine coming. Now we have a vaccine. What I believe will happen is that everybody will get this little, you know, uh, uh, whatever it's called, postcard, whatever. I don't know what it's called, like ID that says that you had the vaccine. And people will be able to travel. People will be able to travel. And they will go and get up on planes. And they'll go again, no problem. People are sick and tired being cooped up. They enjoy being at home in one hand. They got used to it in some way, but nobody wants to stay at home forever. That's not a good plan. That's not something that's not humane. That's not something people want to do. Even though now there's a second wave quarantine in all kinds of places in the world. In the UK, we hear all kinds of stuff, mutant or whatever, to try to scare us. But I'm saying that at a certain point, I believe that by the summer, People are going to fly again. People are going to get on the plane and fly again. And you are going to pay top dollar for tickets. Listen to me. That's what I believe. Mark my word. If you, if, you want to, if you want to travel again and you have a good vision, you are an entrepreneur, you are a visionary guy, a girl, buy a plane ticket right now for the summer. Why? Because later, everybody's going to buy a ticket and the price is going to boom. It's going to go nuts. And there are not enough flights right now. And they're gonna and and the, just like they collapsed beforehand, the way up is gonna be just as fast. And they're not gonna have enough flights, and people are gonna pay top dollar, they're gonna charge us fortune for flying. Why am I telling you all this? It's not connected to commercial real estate. The answer is it is. I'm gonna finish in about a minute. The answer is that it is, and the answer is that. Flights, travel, airlines are connected or correlated together with hotels, with the hospitality industry. And once you know you have flying, you have hotels. I believe that the hotel industry, same as the, the same as they had this huge collapse, whoever did survive and managed to keep their, you know, properties managed to keep their management, managed to keep their companies. I believe that right now, that's what I believe. I believe that right now, once everything gets back and flying will be completely back, a vaccine will be out there. That's, that's not the future. That's within months. Hotels will have full capacity. Occupancy will go to close to 100% in a way that people wouldn't, you can't even imagine right now. That's what I believe. 
Once the vaccine is out, hotels are going to be crowded in a way that you can't believe it. Again, once the vaccine is out and everybody will take it. So that's something you have to take into consideration. That's not years from now. That's, I believe, months. That's months away from now. You're going to have to pay top dollar to get a hotel room. If you pay, if you have plans for vacation, I think a good investment right now will be to take in the summer, to take a hotel, take a room. I'm not, again, I'm not a prophet. I don't have any certificate for that. That's what I believe. But that's that's what I see. That's what I believe. When it comes to the foreclosures of hotels and all that stuff, yes, those who didn't survive are going to get into a cycle and to conversions and all kinds of stuff that is going to happen. And uh, that would be, let's put it that wouldn't be fun. Wouldn't be fun to see, but it's a part of uh, the life cycle that everybody will have to go. So, okay, basically I spoke about about half of the stuff that I wanted to talk about, but I didn't want to go for it to be too long and I have to go. So what I want to tell you is, um, Thursday, 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 I'm going to have a special guest, Andy Basali, very close uh, friend and a developer, a real estate developer. We'll hear firsthand the perspective from a guy who knows how to develop and develops and buy properties in around Queens, Brooklyn, et cetera, et cetera. And that will be very, very interesting. I think it's this week. I believe it's this week. Yes, 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 yes. And what I want to tell you before I go is, I don't know if you checked it out, but I have a new course that is already up and running. It's called the CRE Commercial Real Estate Launchpad. For people who want to get into commercial real estate, go check it out. It's CRELaunchpad.com. You can go check it out. It's an amazing thing for people who want to get into the industry and uh, being a part of it, become entrepreneurs, become future CEOs, whatever it is. That's a great way to start and to kick their, uh, how do you say, kickstart their, their, their career. Now, I want to tell you another thing. I'm coming up with a seven-day challenge very soon. You guys should check it out. Look at the posts, seven-day commercial real estate challenge. And uh, there's going to be another course, a crash course for commercial real estate for the most important fundamentals, skills that people should have for commercial real estate. And a lot of stuff, I'm doing a lot of activities in that. That's what COVID did to me. I started getting into this educational uh, uh, industry. I want to tell you something. It was weird because years and years and years ago, I uh, I was thinking about it. I was moving around, doing things, doing deals, running a company and all that stuff. I was dreaming about this because I went through suffering the agony of trying to make it by teaching myself this whole field. And uh, uh, again, being a teacher, you can check out my you know origin story. You can check out the first podcast. But I'm saying it's it's something I want to I want to really do. I it's something that is close to my heart. I know how hard it is to pivot. I know how hard it is change careers. I know how hard it is. If you are in that place, you want to change careers, whether it's commercial real estate, whatever. Obviously, again, I have my course, I have this and that, but uh, you want to change careers. You want to talk about it. I'm here. And uh, that's what I went through. And thank God I managed to do it. But it's not an easy thing. And not everybody is having an easy time doing it. Most of the people are having a very hard time. I had that. But this is something that, uh, you know, it's close to my heart. And uh, and I hope everybody will have an easier time. Hopefully these crazy times are going to be over. And this 2020 that everybody's putting all kind of, you know, uh, weird signs on and poop signs, whatever it is. Um, hopefully all that stuff is going to be behind us. And the 2021 is going to be an amazing year. Prosperous with all prosperous and only great, amazing stuff. So you guys, I'll see you on Thursday. Take care of a beautiful week and 
you can hear it. If you missed it, you'll be able to hear it live, meaning the recording, and you'll be able to hear it in the CRE Shark Art podcast, which is going to be available very, very soon. Take care, guys. Have a beautiful week. Have a beautiful day. Take care. Hey, guys, thanks for joining me in this CRE Shark Eye show. I hope you enjoyed it. And go subscribe, download, do whatever you guys need to do. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves.